Hello and happy Wednesday, everyone. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell, and I want to personally thank you for taking time out of your busy day to join me here at the Music and Vibes Virtual Clubhouse. I am just so excited that we get to hang out again today. Now, you may hear me say this all the time, but every single week that I'm here spending time with you, it is totally amazing. I mean, the time we spend together is awesome. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about um, a documentary that I watched called What the Health. Now, you may or may not have heard of this documentary, but this documentary had some effect on everybody who watched it. I remember going to work and talking to my coworkers, and they were telling me about this documentary that they saw. And it's amazing because people who never, ever in their lives thought about being vegetarian or having a vegan diet, all of a sudden, they were talking about it. So... This is a documentary that opened up that conversation for why we eat what we eat and how we can try to be healthier. When this documentary, yeah, when this documentary first came out on Netflix, this was the documentary to watch. And it still is, in case you haven't watched it. So go to Netflix and watch What the Health. Now, for me personally, I never, ever expected this documentary to have the effect that it had on me. At the time that I was watching the documentary, I was a vegetarian. And I've pretty much been a vegetarian all my life. I had never really eaten meat intentionally. And if there were a time that I thought that I may have eaten it, I would never completely swallow it. I would just spit it out because I was really a vegetarian. And I thought that I was a pretty healthy eater. So when I watched this documentary, I watched it because first I heard people talk about it. And then I have to admit, I'm a documentary junkie and I'm really interested in anything that deals with food and health. So after work one day during the summer, um, after I got off from work, I sat down with my daughters to watch the documentary. And oh my goodness, I have to admit that I was first grossed out by some of the things that I saw and that I learned. And at that moment, I decided that I would not be eating cheese or eggs again. Yeah. I also decided that I was going to try to eat more healthy foods, like more plant-based foods and less of the junk food and sweets that I was eating. I also wanted to try to let go of all the processed food that I was eating because I realized it really wasn't good for my health. And even though I was a vegetarian, I still was not being healthy. Now, if you watch this documentary, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But if you have not seen this documentary, I'm not going to spoil it for you. Now, in this documentary, a lot of things were discussed, um, such as being a vegetarian and being a vegan. After watching this movie, I decided to go from being a vegetarian to being a vegan. Now, let me just explain what the two terms mean in case you are not familiar with that. A vegetarian is someone who does not eat meat, but eats dairy products. And that is what I was. I would eat dairy products like milk, eggs, cheese, but I just wouldn't eat the meat. A vegan, on the other hand, is someone who does not eat meat or dairy products and their whole lifestyle is based off of preserving animals and making sure animals are safe. So they're not going to wear any clothes or anything that is made from animals or eat anything that came from an animal. That is what a vegan is. Now, you would think that it would be easy for me to make this change, but it was not. 
And here's why it wasn't easy for me to make that change. Because all of my life, I have been eating dairy products. And I love cheese. And it was hard for me to stop eating dairy products. I know that um, I had, even before I watched the documentary, I really had not been eating cheese a lot because I have allergies. I'm allergic to cheese and milk and some dairy, some other dairy products. And it would mess my voice up. So I wouldn't eat it a lot. But I think the whole thing for me was just knowing that, well, I could have a cheat day. Like if I wanted to eat dairy products, I could. Or if I wanted to have some ice cream, I could. It wasn't something where I was like, you know what, I'm just going to cut it completely out. So when I decided to really just completely cut out dairy products, it was difficult because I no longer had that option of, well, I can have a cheat day and maybe I can eat it today and just not eat it tomorrow. It was something that I just had to completely stop doing. So I did that. I tried. And for a long time, I was successful, you know. I was good for a long time. I didn't eat any cheese, didn't eat any eggs, didn't have any ice cream. And then one day, I don't exactly know what happened. I think I ordered pizza for my kids and then I was just off the bandwagon. I was just off the wagon. So it has been a work in progress trying to get back on the vegan wagon, as I like to call it. Now, as I have admitted to you, I have fallen off, not just once, but several times, but I'm happy to report that I have eventually gotten myself back on board with my vegan diet. After several failures, I finally realized that the reason it was so hard for me to stay on my vegan diet was because I was not planning my meals. And let me just say, that is key on anything that you try to do, especially with diets. If you do not plan your meals and know what you're going to eat at what time, then of course you're going to mess up. Like for me, if I didn't plan or bring my lunch, then I would eat the quickest thing that was around. And it may or may not have cheese. Or for instance, if I didn't plan dinner or have something easy that I could cook, then I would just grab anything, which of course may or may not have dairy products. So planning your meals, well, planning my meals for me was key. So that is what I had to do. Now, if you remember in the last episode at the altar, I talked about that how I was a planner. So it shouldn't surprise you to hear that I have to plan my meals if I want to stay motivated and on track. Sometimes when I'm having a hard time reaching a goal, I'll think back on what I did when I was successful with my goal and then what I did when I was not successful with my goal. So after much thought, because I did tell you I fell out the wagon several times. So after much thought and reflection, I finally realized that on the weeks that I was able to keep my vegan diet, those were the weeks I actually made a meal plan and I knew what I was going to eat and I already purchased my stuff from the store. Now on the weeks that I did not make a meal plan, I noticed that there were those, those were the weeks that I was unsuccessful at staying on my vegan diet. So guess who found time last week to sit down and make a meal plan? Yep, it was me. Since I now know what it's going to take for me to stay a vegan, I am making it a top priority in my life to sit down and plan my meals. So last week, I planned my meals, and I was able to stick to my diet. I also planned my meals for this week, and guess who's on track with her diet today? Yes, it is me. So again, I know that this sounds like a lot of work, but for me, it is so worth it. It's worth the time and effort that I am putting into this because my goal is to be a vegan, and not just to say I'm a vegan, I don't eat dairy products and I try to eat more plant-based things. I actually want that type of lifestyle, you know? I don't want it to be just a diet. I want it to be a lifestyle. I want to be healthier. 
I want to be the best me I can possibly be. And I feel that living this way and having this type of lifestyle will allow me to be the person that I really want to be and have the health that I so desperately want. Now, I'm telling you this so that I will have some accountability. I would love to know if there's anything that you have that you want to do in your life that you need an accountability partner. So if you do need an accountability partner, you can go to our Facebook page and leave me a message and let me know what you want help with accountability with. Because I figured it out. If a lot of people know what I'm trying to do and there are people who say, well, Kiana, I saw on Instagram you're eating this. Um, you may not want to eat that. Or are you supposed to have this? Is this part of the vegan diet? It helps me stay on track because I have an accountability partner. So I thought if you guys could do that for me, then I'd be more than happy to do that for you. So just go to the Music and Vibes Facebook page and let me know that if about anything that you want or need help with accountability on. And I promise you, I will do the same thing that I expect you to do for me. And we can help each other out by staying on track and be accountable to each other for our goals and our dreams and what we're trying to do with our lives. Today, I thought that it would be therapeutic for us to talk a little bit about protecting our hearts. I think that it would be fair for me to say that all of us at some point in our lives have chosen to have our hearts broken. Okay, there, I said it. Now, before you start getting upset and want to turn the podcast off, I want you to take a moment to think about what I just said. I want you to think about a past relationship in which you got your heart broken. Okay, good. Now, while you are thinking about that relationship, I want you to think about the warning signs that you may have had. I know I, for one, during my dating years, have had my heart broken. I have been lied to. Promises have been broken. You know it happens. But I can honestly say that each time I was in one of these relationships, I could just feel that something was not right. There were those times when people would tell me things that just didn't add up. But because I wanted to believe them, or I chose to believe that person, even though my mind was telling me not to. I am not just talking about dating relationships, but I'm talking about all of our relationships. Ever since I was a child, I have always been very perceptive when it came to people. I mean, I can remember times in my teenage years when I met someone and immediately I did not like them. Now, when I say that I didn't like them, I don't mean that I hated them or had something negative against them. What I mean is just that there was something that was not right. Now, of course, the people in my family would tease me about this all the time, but eventually they would see that I was right about that person and there was something that was wrong. As I got older, I began to ignore this feeling when it came to people who I thought were my friends or guys that I wanted to talk to. Needless to say, my decision to ignore the red flags did nothing but cause me to get my heart broken or, quote unquote, get stabbed in the back by people who I thought were my friends. However, I'm a quick learner. So when it comes to learning lessons, I quickly learn them. So after this happened a couple of times, I decided it might be to my advantage to go back to following my gut instinct and trusting the feelings that I got when I met people. Now, I know that I am not the only person in the whole world who gets that feeling. I believe we all get that feeling when things are not right. I guarantee that you have felt this feeling too at some point in your life. You can probably tell me story after story after story about times when you either listened to your gut instinct or you ignored it. 
For example, how many of you have watched the TV show Catfish on MTV? If you have watched the show, then you know where I'm going with this topic. And if you have never seen Catfish, then let me take a few moments to tell you about the show. Now, Catfish is a reality TV series, and it's hosted by Neve and Max. On this show, people write in the show to ask Neve and Max for help to meet their online love interests. In the majority of the cases, the people who write into the show have never seen the person that they love in person. They usually have only seen pictures of their girlfriend or boyfriend. Some of the people have never even spoken to their love interest because the person tells them that they do not have a phone. In some cases, the only communication they have had is text or messenger on Facebook. Okay, before I go any further, I know this sounds totally ridiculous and even unbelievable. Like who really in this world, in this day and age, does not have a cell phone? Who cannot get to a phone to call you? Who would believe that? We think this is crazy, but people really believe that. Like who would really begin dating someone that they have never seen or even spoken to? In this day and age, like who does not have access to a phone? Some of the lies that these people are told are crazy, and yet these people believe what they are being told. It's funny to see Neve and Max's face when they are being told the story of how the people met online, and then the excuses that they were given in regards to why their boyfriend slash girlfriend couldn't meet them, Skype with them, or even talk to them on the phone. Unfortunately, the majority of these shows end in heartbreak when the person finds out that the girlfriend or boyfriend is not the person who they say they are. And at the end of each episode, I'm almost, I'm always, like, it never ceased to amaze me why these people did not pay attention to the red flags and how they got sucked into these lies. And when I say that these people have seen red flags, they have because they'll admit it to Neve or they'll admit it to Max in ways like, well, I thought it was odd when he said he couldn't call me back or I thought it was suspicious when he said we can't Skype or he didn't have a phone, but yet he's calling me. Those were the red flags. They were like there. They were highly visible. But because they wanted to believe in this story or this fantasy that they were being told, they refused to listen to the red flags and they just chose to believe what happened. If you think about it, we have made similar choices in our own lives. The only difference is when we ignore red flags and we have our hearts broken, the only difference between us and the people on TV is that their humiliation is made public while ours is kept secret. Even though we may see who we are talking to, we still turn a blind eye to things that we see that could be harmful to our relationships. Whether it is your significant other lying to you or doing things to hurt your relationship, or maybe it could be a friend who keeps taking advantage of you and you pretend not to notice. It could even be a coworker who is constantly trying to undermine you or put you down or just ignore whatever it is you're doing. We choose to ignore different things. Whatever the case may be, it is up to us to protect our hearts by not believing the lies that we are told and by standing up for ourselves and just refusing to be taken advantage of or disregarded. We have control over who we are and who we allow into our hearts and into our space. This is a responsibility that we should not take lightly because it is, as all of you know, it takes time for our hearts to it's not hard for our hearts to get broken. That can quickly happen. But it takes a lot of time for our hearts to heal. For some people, they learn from their mistakes and they move forward and it makes them stronger. But for other people, it tears them down and it makes it difficult for them to move on or trust again. 
I personally believe that we owe it to ourselves to value who we are and to be genuine and honest with people. We should always remember to follow our instinct because it is given to us to protect us. Let me just say, it is okay, people, not to trust everybody all the time because some people are not trustworthy. I think that once we begin to trust ourselves, we will know who we can and cannot trust. This week, let's make a pact. I'll make a pact with you. You make one with me. That this week, we are going to trust our instinct and that we're going to protect our hearts. Now, the song we're going to listen to today is called I Still See You. And it is about a woman who was lied to and is trying to deal with the aftermath of that lie. So here for your listening pleasure is the song I Still See You. For so long we've talked on the phone You made me feel loved when I felt all alone I gave you my trust, I gave you my heart You took my heart and you broke it apart I cried and I cried when I found out That the person I saw was not who you are You pretended to be the man for me When you knew Before I end the podcast, I just want to say that I really enjoyed talking with you today, and I can't wait to talk with you again next week. I also have one small favor to ask you, and that favor is, whenever you finish listening to the podcast, could you go straight to iTunes and leave me a positive review so that other people can find out about the podcast and enjoy it as much as you do. 
I also want to remind you to either leave me a comment or a message for me on the Facebook page, the Music and Bodies Facebook page, if you need me to be your accountability partner. Oh, and don't forget to tell me what it is that you need accountability for. As always, it was a pleasure to spend time with you, and I'll talk to you again next week. Have an awesome week, and I'll see you later. Bye. Hope you're having a good day, whether you're winning or losing. I love you.